Hello, everyone, to another episode of Ridiculous Reads. So, if you guys don't already know about Ridiculous Reads, it's just me reading really ridiculous stuff on the internet as far as books go. So, mostly fan fiction. Just a heads up, this is very NSFW. Uh, generally, they're NSFW because they are fanfic eroticas. So, with that being said... Uh, Today's episode is the last book that I have currently, and everyone has for free, by the generation's greatest author of our time, Chuck Tingle. Now, Chuck Tingle is a mastermind when it comes to these uh, fanfic eroticas. Very, very talented man. Uh, I advise if anyone has a chance to pick up a book of his, they're super cheap. He's an Amazon bestseller. He's won two Hugo Awards for a single book, or been nominated at least for for them. And it's very, they're very, how would I say, interesting reads. Very worth it, I would say. So, without further ado, let me just go ahead and get this set up. Now, this isn't the same thing as last stream, where... I had all the music and everything set up for it. I also don't have the um, the background because I wanted to keep it, but eh, it looks too dumb. And I'm just going to, I felt like I was spreading myself really thin. So I'm just going to stick to this podcast on Facebook and on YouTube if you want to see the recorded live streams. And then I'll also have the podcast available on anchor.fm as well as Spotify, Google, and all that. And I'll give a link later on with those when I start doing them. But uh, these are completely raw reads from me. So the reaction I get, I I know what I'm walking into. I just don't know when it's going to happen. So you're getting a raw reaction from me when I do read these. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with a book. This is... This book is called The Physical Manifestation of Washing My Hands Gets Me Off by Chuck Tingle. It's hard to take an objective look at your habits until someone else does it for you. Until then, you're just cruising along in your own little world. No idea how closely the patterns in your life resemble the reality that everyone else is currently living in. For example, years ago, I thought everyone popped open the gas tank on their cars by hand walking around to the back and by prying off the lid with their fingernails. I've always hated living, having to fill up because of this, and it wasn't until years later that I discovered that there was a button under my car seat to take care of the job for me. Turns out, most cars won't even allow you to pull the cap off by hand, and mine just happens to be broken. <laughs> it's embarrassing to think about now, and it seems so obvious, but if nobody is there to tell you the right way of doing things, how are you ever going to learn? Another one of these lessons begins as my friend Jill and I are strolling out of the poker room one late Friday evening. We love to play cards together, and it's always a hell of a time watching the guys at the table react to us handling our, handing their asses to them. This particular evening, we've done a great job walking out of the room with more than twice of what we arrived with. Unfortunately, as I glance over at Jill, I suddenly realize she's nowhere to be found. I stop in my tracks, just a few feet from the poker room doors as I glance back and forth, wondering where the hell my friend disappeared to. Uh, Jill? I call out. 
Seconds later, my friend returns to the field of my vision, rounding the corner and approaching me with a smile. You ready, Kara? She questions. I stand and stare at her awkwardly, wondering if she's going to address what happened. What? Jill finally questions. Where did you go? I retort. My friend laughs. To wash my hands. I do it every time we leave the poker room. You do? I question, shaking my head in confusion. I guess I just never noticed. Drill shrugs. I mean, it's your choice not to, but there are a lot of people handling those cards, and it's the season to get sick. I consider her words for a moment, weighing the odds I see them. You really do this every time we play? I question. Jill nods. And I just never noticed? I continue. Jill nods again. Finally, I shrug it off and continue to walk out the door. I'm sure I'll be fine, I offer. I never get sick. My friend follows close behind. You always get sick, she reminds me. Last week, you were talking about how much your stomach hurt, and then you had a sore throat for two days the week before that. Now Jill mentions it. She She's actually correct in this claim. Of course, I just powered through these symptoms and didn't think much of it. That wasn't like, sick sick, I reply. Your call, my friend offers. We get back to my car and climb in, still buzzing from how great the evening had gone. As I pull out of the parking lot, the two of us continue chatting a wave of the best plays of the night, reliving some of the genius calls and courageous bluffs. Before we get very far, I notice a drive through burger joint up ahead, suddenly realizing just how hungry I am. Without thinking, I pull off the road and swing out round to make a corner, a decision that Jill is also very excited about. My friend and I make our selections for a glowing neon menu, and the car thing... I know we're sitting in the parking lot with our food on our laps, the car filling up with the sweet scent of fried potatoes, grilled onions, and savory, juicy meat. I unwrap my burger completely, holding it tight in my hands as I lift the delicious creation to my mouth and take an enormous bite. The taste is absolutely incredible, the wonderful red and yellow sauces running down my hands in long streaks. I close my eyes and I let out a satisfied groan as I chew slowly allowing the flavors to overwhelm my senses. I swallow deeply and then stick out my tongue, driving in on the lick to lick up the sauces as they continue to run down my arm in strings. A split second before I reach them, however, I hesitate. I glance over at my friend Jill, considering my options. Her words of warnings stick, her words of warning stick with my hands as I maintain this frozen position. Finally, I crack a smile and just go for it dragging my tongue across my hand and cleaning myself off. <laughs> After I finish enjoying the taste, I turn back to Jill with a wide grin. See? I feel fine. Washing your hands isn't that important. Suddenly, a massive blast of projectile vomit erupts <laughs> from my mouth, splattering everywhere. <laughs> Two weeks after the events of that fateful, fateful evening, I am finally feeling like myself again. It's been a long road to recovery, and over the last few days, I've been struggling to get used to the new lifestyle that I've plotted out for myself. When I was very, very ill, it had been easier to take it easy. After all, when you do nothing but lay in bed all day and down medicine, taking care of your body comes easy. Now, however, I've returned to the world at large, and establishing healthy habits is proving to be much more difficult than I had managed. When you spend your whole life not washing your hands, it's not something that easily comes floating into your brain. One thing's for sure, I don't want to feel sick like that ever again.
Today, I'm meeting a friend of mine for a walk through the park, and I'm excited to be getting a little bit of fresh air on the way out of the house. I wash my hands for just for good measure because it's still the season where folks are getting sick. So I'm realizing right now that for some reason the uh, stream is being a little wonky, but it, it'll come right back. I don't want to overdo it, and it's not like I'm going to scrub until my fingers bleed, but I might as well just get myself cleaned up with some soap and water to get into the habit of it. Honestly, it's not that hard to do, and I've been practicing a little trick that Jill taught me. Just recite the title of Chuck Tingle's classic, Pounded in the Butt by My Book, 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 Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. And then, and then you'll know you've watched long enough. <laughs> I head out the door and make my way to the park, where I eventually meet up with my friend. We have a great afternoon together, petting dogs, eating ice cream, meeting up with some other pals, and then eventually heading out for a night on the town. It's a whirlwind of a day. And after being cooped up in the house for so long, it's hard to describe the joy of experience from the things returning to normal. Soon enough, I've forgotten all about my 14-day lockdown as well as the self-imposed rules I'd created to keep it from ever happening again. We've just finished up at dinner and I'm about to head home. When I turn around, I find that the collection of my friends has completely disappeared. I'm standing near our table with a look of dumbstruck confusion, struggling to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, hello? I call out, causing a few patrons at the nearby tables to turn and look at me in confusion. Suddenly, Jill appears behind me. What's up? She questions. Where did everyone go? I ask, noticing that a few more of our companions are returning from the dark corners of the restaurant. We all went to use the bathroom to wash our hands, Jill replies. Moments later... A look of deep concern begins to make its way across her face. When is the last time you washed your hands? Her question hits me like a truck, nearly wash knocking me off my feet right then and there. I've been trying so hard to keep these new habits at the forefront of my mind, but now we are just a few hours later and I've completely forgotten. Oh my god, I stammer. I don't I, I don't know. Jill shakes her head with a deep and powerful disappointment. Kara, you've gotta wash your hands. A lot of people are getting sick lately. You need to take care of yourself. Not only that, you risk passing a virus on to someone else if you don't practice good hygiene. I know, I know, I reply with a nod. I fucked up. It's fine, she counters soothingly. We just need to figure out a way to make you remember. I take a long breath and then let it out, searching my brain for potential solutions. I come up completely empty. Jill, on the other hand, smiles knowingly as a light bulb clicks within her mind. You know... There is one way not to forget about washing your hands. Jill offers a slightly mischievous tone in her voice. Have you ever actually seen the sentient physical manifestation of washing your hands? <laughs> I shake my head. No, why? She's hard to forget, Jill replies. I'm not entirely sure what this means, but if it's going to help me develop some healthy habits, then I'll be glad to give it a shot. How do I meet her? I question. My friend nods over to my shoulder, back towards the restaurant. I slowly turn and make my way through the restaurant, approaching as though I'm about to enter a cave of magic and wonder. Closer and closer, I creep 
my heart pounding within my chest as I push through the doors, and I find myself standing in the middle of a beautiful, dimly lit restroom. The place is immaculately clean, with a glorious tile pattern across the floor, and an enormous framed mirror lining the distant wall. I step up to the sink and turn on the water, allowing it a moment to heat up as I pump out some soap onto my hands. I rub them together for a good while and then plunge them under the water, scrubbing away as I gaze at myself in the mirror. Hey, comes a voice from behind me. In my reflection, I see two enormous floating hands emerge from the space. I'd been, I'd been visually blocking with my body, the entity somehow manifesting out of thin air. Oh, hi, I replied, instantly hit with a potent wave of nervous awkwardness. I can't help but let my eyes linger across the physical manifestation of washing my hands, her beautiful body dripping wet with a continuous supply of warm, soapy water. I turned around to face her. I just thought I should meet you, I explained. I've never been very good at washing my hands. I figured you might be able to help me with that. The living concept laughs. I might, she retorts. What's your name? Kara, I replied. Well, I'm Barlow, <laughs> she informs me, reaching out with offering a firm handshake with one of the enormous floating paws that make up her body. The touch of her wet skin immediately sends a powerful shiver of arousal down my spine. <laughs> now I understand completely what Jill had been talking about. The sentient manifestation of washing my hands is incredibly sexy, cool, and confident in a way that is honestly difficult to describe. While others seem to pro uh, project this kind of attitude as a front, wearing it as though it was a set of clothing, Barlow's self-assured swagger appears to come from somewhere deep within her. She knows exactly how important she is, and how much her existence means to people who are trying to get the best and maintain a healthy lifestyle. So how do I remember to wash my hands, I question. Cutting right to the chase. Uh, it's not porn, by the way, Brandon. This is, this is a fanfic erotica. This is the physical manifestation of washing your hands. I'm trying to describe it to you. <laughs> That's not up to me. It's up to you, she offers in return, then looks at me up and down for a moment. I can think of a few ways to make this a memorable night, though. Really, I question, not entirely sure what she's getting at. The sentient physical manifestation of washing my hands nods, then motions towards the door. <laughs> the two of us leave the restroom as Barlow escorts me onward. My friends notice the two of us walking past and begin to chatter excitedly, sneaking gossipy glances. Meanwhile, Jill waves subtly and offers a little wink. I think I know what all this means, what the situation is suggesting, but it also seems too wild and crazy to comprehend. Is this really happening? I ask Barlow as we walk. I'm able to help myself. That's such a funny name, Barlow. Is what really happening? Am I really taking you back to my place so we can fuck each other silly and you'll never forget about watching your hands again? <laughs> Living concept questions with a chuckle. <laughs> yes i reply with a nod barlow gives me a playful wink do you want it to really be happening she questions i feel mighty warmth flush across my entire body my heart quickening into a flutter of excitement i open my mouth to respond when suddenly an eruption of projectile vomit blasts forth from deep within me splattering everywhere <laughs> 
Listen, you really need to start washing your hands, the doctor informs me, standing next to the hospital bed. You're constantly getting sick, and this is just basic hygiene. I know, I reply, still disappointed myself. I've got some hand sanitizer the hospital has been willing to donate. It's tucked away in your bag, my doctor explains. It's been a pleasure treating you over the last week, but let's try not to let this happen again, okay? I nod. I understand. My doctor smiles, but I'm not quite sure he believes me. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure what that I believe myself right now. Getting laid up in this bed for a second two-week stint has not exactly been a relaxing vacation, but it has given me some time to think even more about the healthy changes I should be implementing into my lifestyle. Now that you've been discharged, you've got a friend here to pick you up, the doctor informs me. A confused look crosses my face. What do you mean? I didn't tell anyone I was better today. The doctor shrugs and leaves me with a supportive nod. The second he exits the room, I notice a familiar set of giant hands hovering the doorway. Immediately, a huge smile breaks across my face. I didn't think I'd ever see you again. I'd hope that's not the case, Barlow replies, sauntering over to my bedside. If there's one thing you need more in your life, it's hand washing. I know, I counter. I just meant the date went really bad. The sentient physical manifestation of washing my hands laughs. Yeah, it was pretty bad, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about you since then. Once again, my heart being to my heart beings to a flutter in my chest. It takes every ounce of mental strength I can muster to push away the concerns that this is yet another illness. I've been fully checked out by the hard working doctors and nurses here, and I'm currently in a state of very good health. No, this time it's something much more erotic. <laughs> Are you saying you're up for another dinner? I question. Barlow laughs, strolling back over to the door of my hospital room, then closing and locking it so that the two of us have some space completely two hours. Can you do that? I question. I'm the physical manifestation of washing my hand washing your hands, Barlow retorts. I'm royalty around the hospital. It's fine. <laughs> As the giant pair of soaking wet hands floats towards me, I find myself compared to climb out of the hospital bed. The two of us meet in a passionate embrace, kissing each other deeply. I let out a long sigh as the beautiful, enormous hands begin to explore my body, stripping me down and exposing my skin to the warm afternoon air. Oh my god, I groan. I can't believe this is happening. I begin to massage her in return, running my fingers up and down her beautiful, beautifully sculpted form as my attention drifts over lower and lower. Soon enough, I'm teasing the edges of her pussy, which happens to be located directly in the center of her left wrist. <laughs> the tension continues to build between us, and I can feel her body rocking hard against my yearning for my touch. Finally, I give in, slipping a digit across the hood of her aching clit. Barlow lets out a long groan of satisfaction as I start to rub her in small circles, finding a rhythm that matches the sway of her body. It's not long before the two of us find that groove together, and the next thing I know, I can feel one of her enormous fingers slipping across my crotch in return. The appendage is so large that it fills the space between my legs, and I begin to ride it, rubbing myself across her gorgeous form in unison with the movement of my own hands. This goes on for quite a while, the blossoming sensation of pleasure pulsing back and forth between us. The sound of our sighs and moans are getting louder by the second, but before it gets any further... I find myself compelled to take things to the next level. Without warning, I drop down to my knees before the beautiful physical manifestation of washing my hands. 
I gaze up at her with a flirtatious knowing and look and then dive in, gently dragging my tongue across her clit. Oh, fuck yes, Barlow moans, reaching down and placing one of her giant fingers against the back of my head. She's guiding me now, helping me understand the way of her body craves to be touched and satisfied. It's not long before my careful licks transform into long, powerful laps of oral satisfaction. I'm going at it with all my enthusiasm, and Barlow seems to be enjoying my technique very much. I can see her hands quaking wildly above me as she braces for the inevitable orgasm that looms in her not-so-distant future. <laughs> just like that, just like that, the living concept begins to repeat over and over, the words falling out of her mouth in a blissful erotic mantra. The phase grows louder and louder with every passing round, until finally, she's just screaming at the top of her lungs, completely lost in the moment. Just like that, just like that. I take my hand and I slip a single finger deep within her, continuing to work the beautiful floating hands. The simple addition is all that it takes to immediately push Barlow over the edge. And the next thing I know is she's erupting into a fit of passion, letting out a frantic scream of pleasure as her body spasms wildly. Oh my fucking god, Barlow shrieks, utterly lost in the moment. I don't let up for a second, continuing to eat her out until she finally stumbles away, struggling to collect herself. With an orgasm that powerful, I wouldn't be surprised if Barlow needed a break. But the next thing I know, she's floating back towards me with a fire in her eyes. She's hungry for more. When the sentient manifestation of washing my hands reaches me, she pushes me back towards a hospital bed. Soon enough, I end up sitting on the edge of the cot, with my legs spread wide open, fully exposed to the ravenous living concept. Immediately, Barlow gets to work. She starts kissing my face, and then slowly floats lower and lower across my frame. The beautiful sentient hands nibble across my breast and make their way onto my stomach teasing me for a moment before she takes things any further. Please, I beg, recalling just moments earlier when I'd done something similarly devious to her. Barlow smiles, and then finally relents, dropping down and diving into my pussy. <laughs> she begins to lick me with an, expect with an expect precision, working on my body in ways that I didn't even know that I needed. She's an acrobat with her tongue, treating me to a routine unlike anything I've ever experienced. Now it's my turn to reach down and place my hands on the back of Barlow's, pushing her harder and harder against me. The two of us quickly fall into a rhythm together, my hips rocking in time with Barlow's lapping as she pushes me closer and closer to the edge of a powerful orgasm. I close my eyes tight and try to relax, the pulses of tension within me now coming in fast and hard. She's got on me on the right path, and the only ingredient left is time. <laughs> I'm so close, I groan. Barlow stops for just a moment, long enough to gaze at me tenderly. You know how long it takes, she says with a smile, and then drives back in. I consider singing happy birthday as she works my clit, but finally I put on another method of tracking time, and I take a deep breath preparing myself. <laughs> pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my own butt, I announce loudly, reciting in the title as its full completion. As a last word reaves my mouth, a tidal wave of pleasure sweeps through me, exploding across my body with carnal ferocity. I throw my head back and I shriek wildly, coming hard as the giant's hands, as the giant hands between my legs passionately eat me out. The orgasm seems to go on, 
or I go on and on for what seems like forever. And for a split seconds, it feels as though I've actually left my body, floating high above myself, gazing down in complete awe. Finally, I slam back into my physical form, utterly exhausted but feeling amazing. At first, I'm not entirely sure what this mystery sensation is, but it's not long after the answer becomes more than apparent. After a hand washing like that, what I real feel what I really feel is healthy. <laughs> that was amazing, I gush. Barlow smiles. I agree. I stand up to start to pull on my clothes, still reeling from the erotic power of what just happened between me and the sentient physical manifestation of washing my hands. I like how they have to say that every now and then instead of just saying Barlow. I don't think I'm ever going to forget to wash my hands, that's for sure, I offer. The living concept laughs. Good, she replies. Soon enough, the giant sentient hands are floating towards the door, making her exit with an incredibly satisfying encounter. Wait, I cry out, stopping her in my tracks. Barlow turns to face me. Do you have to go? I question. That was really, really nice, and you made me feel amazing. I don't want this to end. That's very sweet, the physical manifestation offers. But washing your hands is something that everyone should be able to enjoy. She's right, and I know it. But it still doesn't make this goodbye any easier. <laughs> I'd resisted this healthy habit for so long, and now that she's finally here, I realize just how great she is. Will I ever see you again? I question. The sentient physical manifestation of washing my hands smiles and nods. I'll be running into you after you use the restroom and before every meal, she offers. So yeah, I think you'll be seeing plenty of me. <laughs> oh, well, that's what happens when you wash your hands, everyone. And make sure you do wash your hands frequently. That was the end of that book. And that was also the last Chuck Tingle book that I have. But that's not to mention, I could probably do a whole episode of doing nothing but reading the titles, and nothing but the titles, of the rest of his books that he has available. But uh, because that's the last book I have, that doesn't mean that this is going to be the last episode. So as I stated in the beginning of this episode, the entire internet is a treasure trove of fanfics. The most famous one I'm pretty sure you guys might have heard of is one called My Immortal. And that is, and I don't want to read that one specifically just because I actually have read that story. I want to go into something completely blind and I want to see stuff that gets a real reaction out of me. So with that being said, if you have any suggestions, look them up or you can even buy the books for me. Each book that Chuck Tingle has is only $3, and that's after tax. So if it's something that you're really interested in enjoying, watch, or having me read and laugh, and hopefully you laugh too, then uh, you know, send me, a, send me a DM or whatever, and we'll go from there. Or you can support the podcast. But until then, thank you for watching another, or listening to another episode of Ridiculous Reads. And, uh, mm. oh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs>